0: hello everyone you will come to a brand new series on this and that called stretch marks stretch marks are inevitable we all have them so why hide yours in this series we delve into marks that comes from stretching i really hope you do enjoy listening welcome to the part two of stretch marks the first part was last week and we really delve into a lot of stuff i tried my best with the help of the Holy Spirit to break down what I meant by stretch marks. That stretch marks are experienced experience marks. If you've not listened, I would encourage you to go listen to the part one. So the part two makes sense. So yeah, we looked at a number of things that I'm sure will really help you as you go through life in whole. Yes. Yeah, so last week, I ended by saying that God is stretching you and you don't need to stretch anything that doesn't have tension so whenever you feel a stretch it means there is tension it means there is more to you so i really hope it does bless you just as you know the feedback so far has been great and i've been blessed as well so just keep on sharing and thank you for the love so far so we're going to continue with the part two of stretch max and we're going to read a portion of scripture today we're going to read max account of the gospel chapter 5 And I'll start from verse 2. Yes, verse 2. So, Mark chapter 5. So, he says that when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tomb. No. (laughs) So, you just come out of a boat and the first thing you see is like a naked person. Well, filled with demons. Okay. That's interesting. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came to meet him. This man lived in a tomb, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his feet in front of him. The Verse 7 says that he shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. For God had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion. He replied, For we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again. Not to send them out of the area. A large head of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirit came out and went into the pigs. The head, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those standing in the pigs, ran off and reported this in a town and countryside and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind and they were afraid. (laughs) No, I'm gonna pause there. How can you be afraid of someone who is dressed and in his right mind? Like some people who just get used to who you used to be. Like you know that times people get used to who you used to be. Let me I have to just say that those who had seen him told the people what had happened to the demon possessed man and told them about the pigs as well so the people began to plead with jesus to leave their region may god bless his word amen so i'm speaking on the part two of stretching and i'm going to delve into stretching through your witness or stretching through witness witness and i pray that by the end of this presentation you would get what god has told me to tell you you know <laughs> so i hope you enjoy as well so the verse to says is that immediately they got out of the boat they met a man and i was saying it's like you get to a place and the first thing you meet is you know a man with an impure spirit oh that that must be crazy you know it's like there are times in your life that you know you just meet certain t- just meet certain situations and mind you the chapter before chapter five chapter four they had gone through like a very bumpy ride on the on the sea there was a storm jesus had to calm it down and stuff so it's like there are times in your life you go through tough situations and just when you get to the shores it's like you feel like you know if, if if you've ever been on on the sea or you've ever traveled by a lake before you know when you get to the shore you're at peace now it means you've got you've gotten to your destination but then these people after having one of the terrible you know rights of their life they get to the shore and the first person that meets them is a man with an impure spirit who is naked is like the Bible says that he he wore nothing and it, that You know that that's feel like most of our life is like you get to the shore of safety and then you find a naked person filled with demons like you you feel like oh i have come out of this and now another problem is like your life now is instead of moving from glory to glory it's like your life is moving from gory to gory you know like (laughs) the l has has been taken as like god please just insert the l in my problems because i don't want to i don't want it to go from like gory to gory i won't glory instead it's like there are times that our life is that way and this is what happened to jesus christ like they had been on a rough ship they they come to the shore and then they meet this man who is filled with demons and as we read it says that they are legions they are many and this man lived in a tomb like literally he was an outcast you know he was he, he wasn't part of the ecosystem in that town because if you are filled with this much demons and you are you know you cut yourself and you can't even be chained hell no you can't belong to us so this one lived in a tomb and no one could bind him as the bible says not even with chain that that is stuff Like, right? for he had often been chained hand and food like they've tried it's not like they've not tried okay so the people there are nice people they've tried to make this man belong but he never feels like a part of them it's like he's always, you know, you chain him to calm him down and then he just tears the chain just like that. And the verse five says that night and day among the tomb he would just cry out and cut himself with stones. It's like he he now feels that he's in a bad situation. And it just feels like some of us like you know, you know you are in a terrible situation, you know, like you're currently going through some form of stretching and just just cry yourself to sleep. It's like night and day when you're alone you just Cry and then you know, like, self sabotage yourself, harm yourself, and you know, like, you can't just wrap yourself. And that was what was happening to this man, okay. And when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. Like Jesus didn't even, you know, had to do anything extra. When, when the man saw him from a distance, he just ran and knelt down. Like he found peace. You know, Jesus Christ is peace. He's, is, he's is all our soul yearns for. Okay, so when this man who couldn't be bound by chains saw Jesus from a distance. He just went and then knelt down and and he shouted on top of his voice. What do you want with me, Jesus? Son of the Most High God. In God's name, don't torture me. And how can this just be like, Jesus just pops up, his disciples, his disciples don't even know what is going on and then this man just comes to kneel down in front of Jesus Christ and then keeps shouting that, what do you want with us? Don't cast me out. And you're like, oh, I didn't talk to you. But I think the next verse gives us clarity. It says that when he shouted, he says, For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. So it's like they they communicated, but everyone didn't know. It's like, you know, when the, when real authority comes, like I mean real authority, you know, when you have real authority, you don't even have to shout. It's like when you have real authority, you don't you don't you don't need to shout, you know. don't have people they yeah, are in authority and they wanna feel like uh you have to bow down. No no no. Jesus Christ they didn't even shout, it was the demon that was shouting. Like real authority showed up and the demons in the man had to like just bow down, like real authority, like Isaiah nine, the government to be on his shoulders, authority just shows up and that is it. And Jesus just jesus had already told him to come out and he was like what do you want with me and this is are demons talking and jesus just pops a question that what is your name and he goes my name is legion for we are many and jesus was just there unimpressed like just looking because after he said his name jesus didn't say anything again and this is by when he asked his name and he said my name is legion for we are many jesus didn't talk again the next verse says that and he begged jesus again and again not to send him out and jesus was just there what is your name legion he just stands there unimpressed staring at him and then he starts to beg again and the verse 11 says that there was a large head of pigs that were feeding on the hillside and the demon begged jesus send us among the pigs allow us to go into them so it wasn't even jesus that casted the demons into the pigs the demons begged with jesus that don't just cast out anywhere but just cast us out into the pigs and the bible says that there were about two thousand of them and the next thing jesus did baffles me it just it's just crazy jesus gives the demons permission to move i mean that this is real authority my people like this authority is so much profound it's like you got why couldn't you just move into the pigs he had to ask permission from jesus man jesus has so much power he says he gave permission to them and then the impure spirit came and went into the pigs and you know i can just <laughs> i can just feel jesus christ jesus christ was a jew okay and jews don't eat so it's like just like i care less i don't eat pig just go away just go into the pigs and <laughs> the next thing is the pigs rush into the lake and then they drown themselves about two thousand of them people. two thousand 2000 of them how do you feel if the deliverance of someone or your deliverance causes a loss in the economy mind you this pigs that we're feeding belongs to someone that is someone's livelihood okay and because of someone's deliverance someone else had to lose their whole economy the interesting thing also is that when he said we are legions we are many that points to me that you don't even have to when you're in a vicinity you don't even, you don't even have to have demons filling a lot of people before they can occupy this vicinity mind you like this man was at the entrance so it means that no one could even come to this spot because he was crazy he was filled with demons so demons don't even have to fill a lot of people to occupy a particular region just a few people they can get this is just one person and a number of demons are in them and the pigs that were feeding were about 2,000. When the demons moved into the pigs, 2,000 pigs went into the lake and died. So you can't tell me these, these demons were less than that. You understand? It, there's no way. So, it's like, you can be in a vicinity, you can be somewhere, and the person filled with demons in that area could just be one. But just look at the harm they can cause. Okay, just, just look at the amount of harm they can, they can cause. And the interesting thing also is that, when these demons moved into the pigs suddenly they they went into the lake and then drowned themselves and you may not know how many weeks how many months how many years this man has been dealing with these demons but he's alive it's like you know there are some things that you are you, you are going through your life when you tell people they are like "I are, are you for real and you're alive yes and this man was filled with demons he was he was harmed yes, but he was not dead. These same demons moved into another vessel, which is pigs, and they just drowned themselves. It just tells me what these demons wanted to do to the man. They just wanted the man to drown one day and then just die, and then they'll look for different vessel. But when they asked permission to go into the pigs, they just rushed into the sea, and then that was it. And then that was it. And now the people that were attending the pics ran off and reported to the town that a man just came out, healed someone, and all of our livelihood is gone. What happens when your deliverance causes the economy to to result in shambles? What happens to the strip club when the people that patronize their service repent? What happens to the, the person who deals in drugs when all of the drug abusers or the people that do the drugs with really him just repent? What happens to to the... Just any, any kind of sin and people patronizing. What what happens to the pimp when all these prostitutes just change their mind? It's like that is what happened. This man is healed but as a result of his healing it has caused someone their livelihood. And the next thing they did was so so interesting. The people came, saw the man who was possessed with the demon healed and now healed and he was dressed up again i don't know maybe jesus christ was just maybe they were working with other pairs of of dresses Or so i'm sure peter peter was was the one who was always surprising people peter is that gentleman that he always had something to offer so i'm sure peter was working with extra clothes but the people went to the town to tell them what had happened they came back and then they saw this man in his right mind dressed and sitting there and they were now afraid it's like they are they, they were so used to the former state of the man that when they saw the man well they just couldn't wrap their head around it i thought you all wanted him well so if it is if if is well now what happens why are you acting that way their only concern was that yes you are healed but my livelihood is gone instead of people especially christians to just wrap their head around sorting for deliverance first for people and then we will figure it out later like after all the apex they would they are dead and gone but then this man can now do something for himself he's now a son of god he's now healed instead of them to celebrate that they were afraid that someone we knew was a problem is now sitting in his right mind and the verse 17 says that now the people began to plead with jesus to leave their region isn't that interesting it's like the one that brings deliverance comes in and now people that he brought the deliverance to are sucking him that it's okay you've you just come to dump our, our economy you just you know our tourist attraction is gone like what gives us money is gone uh, our source of livelihood is gone so please jesus christ just just leave us alone and when Jesus Christ was about to go, this is where we are going to delve on today. He says that as Jesus, the verse eighteen says that as Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, "Go, no way." Jesus didn't really let a man he healed go with him. If I was Jesus, I would just let this man go with me, because when this one is in the boat of Jesus and he gets to a place, he Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ doesn't even have to talk. It's like when he gets there, and people are like, Who is this man? He just go like, Talk. And the man goes like, I was possessed by thousands of demons. And this man, I saw this man, and then I'm healed. It's like, That alone will preach. Jesus Christ wouldn't have had to say another word after healing this man. But look at what Jesus Christ did. It says that Jesus Christ did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you then the man went away and began to tell the people of the couple how much jesus christ has done and all the people were amazed so on this episode all i want to tell you is that there are some stretches that you have that you would have to witness to people that you would have to tell people about this man was filled with demons he wanted to follow jesus christ jesus said no go and tell people about the kind of stretching that you have gone through this man would forever have words to tell people about jesus christ because he experienced god first and the last you guys said that there was no way you could take it from peter that he didn't experience god firsthand because he went through all the storms and the stretching same as this man who is not named he was filled with demons he was noted for whatever thing he was noted for and now he was going through his life storm he was going through his his his, his troubles people noted him for that and it sounds like some of us people know, know us for that, but it's like he became he wanted to follow Jesus Christ Jesus Christ said, no, go out there and share your stories. We need to as as people that are going through life as people that believe in God, we need to be able to testify about our experiences to people. listen after years of this man's testimony, he wouldn't look like his problems, but there is no way he's going to stop talking about it. I know a lot of people that have been saved, that have been delivered by the power of Jesus Christ, and they always, and they still talk about their testimonies. Why? Because that was their point of stretching. Someone told me this one time, that is so profound. He said that what I went through, I don't look like it. It's like the kind of stretching, the kind of trials, the kind of tribulations I've gone through, I don't look at it right now, but I know where I'm going to stop talking about it. If you have a personal testimony, regarding your life about jesus christ about what you've gone through in his life trust me it is even more powerful than any other word any other book you'd ever read when you experience something firsthand there is no way and i feel most of us are downplaying on the kind of testimonies and the kind of witnesses we have is like you've gone through a lot in life you've gone through like you've been in terrible situations that you know you were crying yourself to sleep like this man that was you the demons you were you were filled with a lot of things that was unhealthy for you people noted you for stuff you you lost people and you've been there now you are fine by god's grace and we are refusing to talk about it. no those are your stretch marks you don't need to hide them my people last week i said that stretch marks are even in- inevitable we all have these stretch marks and you don't have to hide yours thinking no one has them your experiences are your stretches your experience marks are your stretch marks so whatever thing god has rescued you from don't ever stop sharing it don't ever stop sharing it you know when you share your stories with people that know you know you very like people that know you know you know you sometimes even that's better than what we the preachers will say because your life has now become a testimony your life has now become a sample your life has now become a point of reference to them is like god can now just tell them i am the god of this person it was me that transformed the life of this person so i'm just admonishing all of us that as we go through this series of stretch marks on a part two i am talking on the subject stretching through witness the marks you have from stretching when you were in certain places if you really wanted to be of importance to you you need to go out there and witness. You need to go out there and tell people about what you've been through. You need to tell people about what you've been through and how you maneuvered the way and how God himself healed you. I pray that this very episode will be a blessing to you and then God will remind you of things that we've forgotten about that he saved that from because normally, you know, we are humans. We have the tendency to forget and there are times that because we are humans, we just forget about even situations we've, we've been rescued from. It's like, you know, when, when we get out of it, we don't even want to talk about it. You ask them, how did you come out of this? And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. No, you need to talk about it because God saved you. You need to talk about it because God delivered you. Go out there. If, if you've battled depression, if you've battled a lot of, you know, things you are even shy of saying, just pray to God. Tell him it he should, it should give you power. He should give you the boldness for you to even talk. Some of the things you are even shy about. But you need God. Because until you tell people you know you may you may have no idea the number of people that need that your testimony, this man went into the town and told the people about about Jesus Christ, and I am sure that is going to be someone's first time of hearing the, the gospel of Jesus because he knew the man in the tombs he is going to believe. I pray that God will help us and give us the bonus to share our testimonies and as I end, I only remind you that your stretch marks experience mark whatever thing you've gone through don't stop witnessing don't stop talking about it and believe you me, go through your stories is going to change a lot of lives and you know all the bad things that are happening around you when you start talking when you start sharing what god has done for you through his power and how he's changed your life i really hope that it's going to inspire a lot of people to come to christ i pray that you would be blessed and whatever stretching you are going through, god he give you the strength there are people that are listening that are still not, you know, they are not done with the process of stretching. They are in the middle of it, and they are listening to me. They are saying, "I hate it here. I, I don't want this. I deserve better." I pray that God would give you strength. God will strengthen you. I pray that God would enable you to sustain. Would enable you to learn the lessons. So I pray that God will give you the wisdom to learn lessons. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope it blessed you. And this is the part of Stretch, Max. I really hope that you share with people if it was a blessing to you and we're going to meet on an episode. I said I was going to share a very important announcement. The announcement is that if you've listened to this portion, thank you very much. The announcement is that you're going to have a new show addition on this and that, which is going to be going live on Tuesday. So next to God, I'm going to share all the other details that we need. But besides that, God bless you very much for listening and do have a great weekend as well.